Hello, it's me again. So we are here for a new podcast that's Times Podcast. Today we come back to work and we are going to talk about water of the seas. The portion of Earth's surface that is covered by the water by water is the hydrosphere. Although the hydrosphere includes rivers, lakes, and streams, most of the Earth's water is in the oceans. The oceans cover more than 70% of our surface of Earth's surface. The study of the oceans of the Earth's oceans is called oceanography. The oceanography helps us to understand and appreciate the oceans to be good stewards of God's creation and to explore and use the oceans for the benefit of mankind. The scientists who study the oceans are called oceanographers. Now we're going to talk about the characteristics of seawater. The composition. The ocean, of course, consists of primarily of water roughly 1.3 trillion cubic meters of it. A quintillion is one followed by 18 zeros. Although the water in lakes and streams is considered fresh water and contains a mineral, seawater contains a larger quantity of mineral, particularly salt. If you have ever tasted seawater, you have undoubtedly noticed its salty taste. In my own experience, I hate to swim at the ocean or the seas, however, swimming because of the salty that it's the sea is very difficult. I love to swim at pools and everything, but swimming in the in the sea is something very difficult. You, you cannot breathe fine. It's something very difficult to swim because of the salt. But we're going to talk about salt now. And the other, composi- the other characteristic of seawater is salinity. The salinity is a measure of the quantity of the salt, salt in seawater. On an average, the salinity of seawater is 35 grams per kilogram. That is like 35.3 ounces of seawater, and it contains about 35 grams of dissolved salt. The salinity of seawater is now constant. However, when seawater evaporates or freezes, the dissolved salt remains, increasing the salinity of the remaining seawater. When fresh water from a melting iceberg or a river falls into the sea, the salinity of seawater decreases because the dissolved materials are diluted. The salinity of seawater varies from about 30.3. I'm sorry. 3.3% in the Arctic Ocean to around 4.0% in the Red Sea. <clears throat> About the 78% of the salt in the oceans is sodium chloride, or ordinarily table salt. Other salts include salts of magnesium, also known as epsom salts, and salts of calcium, and potassium and strontium. In addition to these dissolved minerals, the ocean also contains dissolved gases built to under sea life. Fish and many other ocean animals obtain dissolved oxygen from the water, while oceanic plants such as plankton and kelp 
uses sulfur carbon dioxide to produce food. Most of these dissolved gases enter the seawater from the atmosphere. How incredible is that we only see blue, we only see water, but the ocean brings a lot of minerals and, and this is an interesting topic. Something very cool to study. But now we're going to talk about the third characteristic of seawater and its color. Although the small amounts of water appear colorless, water's natural blue color is revealed when water is found in larger quantities. So that's why if you ask why do the seawater is blue and why is it when you drink water it's it's colorless, it's because it's because of that. The water's natural blue color is revealed when water is found in larger quantities. As light travels through pure water, blue light is allowed to pass through, but all other colors are eventually absorbed. This is similar to when light is passed through blue glass. The light that exists the glass is blue because the glass absorbed all other colors. The ocean surface I'm sorry, the ocean surface, various shades of blue come from water's natural color. In, sho in shallow in shallow water, the blue light reflects on the bottom, making the surface appear a bright blue, when underwater objects appear to have colors other than blue. This is because the shallow wa water could not completely absorb the other colors of light before they reached the bottom and reflected back to the surface. In deeper water, colors other than blue are completely absorbed, and the blue light is able to travel to greater depths before being reflected by tiny floating particles of silk and organic debris. Because more light is absorbed by the water instead of being reflected, the surface of deep water appears a darker blue than shallow water. Another factor that affects our the ocean surface color is that the ocean surface reflects the color of the sky. So if the sky is blue, it's going to reflect a blue. If the ocean surface may appear orange or red at sunrise and sunset and gray or black when the sky is overcast, it's because of that, because the ocean surface reflects the color that we have at the sky. Another factor is impurities. Waters where plankton abounds have a green or brown tint because the plants reflect those colors of light. Minute particles of filth and organic debris Floating in the water can reflect light back to our eyes in the same way. One important thing is that below the surface, the color are affected by the depth of the ocean. Now we're going through our fourth characteristic of seawater and its temperature. Surface temperature in the ocean vary widely with latitude. Surface temperature may drop as low as minus 2 Celsius in polar regions but can reach 30 Celsius in tropical waters. As depth increases, the temperature of the sea decreases. The top layers of the ocean, which absorb the sunlight, may be quite warm. However, this absorption prevents the sun warmth from reaching the regions below. As a result, deep regions are much colder than the ocean surface. The region, this is important, the region where cold deep water meets the sun warm near the surface is a thermal plane. Nearly all plants and most animals live above the thermal. I'm, I want
want to talk about something very interesting about the thermoclean, but I'm going to finish defining what it is. The depth of the thermoclean varies by the sea, by the season and location. The beginning of the thermoclean can be as little as 90 meters, 90 meters I'm sorry, below the surface and it may end at depths up to 1,000 meters below the thermoclean. Temperatures slow decrease. Most oceans have temperatures between 1 Celsius and 40 Celsius. We already defined what's a thermoclean. The thermoclean is a region where cold deep water meets the sun warm near surface water. Okay, something that I said like, I don't know, one minute ago was that I want to talk about something. If you have seen the movie of um, Megalodon, about the big shark, the extinct shark in the world. The, the movie starts about one, the, one oceanographer who wants to prove that the thermoclean is it in that movie they based that the thermoclean was like that, the end of the ocean. So in this movie, they prove that the thermoclean in this moment, in this movie, they wanted to prove that the thermoclean, there is life, there is life down of the thermoclean. Because here we, I already told you that the plants and most animals live about the thermoclean. So, in this movie, they wanted to prove that there was life, life beneath the thermoclean. And what, and because a lot of people in that movie think that the thermoclean was like the end. There is the end, but no, it was like a cloud in that movie. I don't know if this is real, but it would be interesting to to adventure that that deep waters. Is, is the megalodon going to be down there like in the movie? It's something very interesting because maybe there's, there's a lot of species that we don't know. And the ocean is something very, very beautiful, but we don't know. We know like the five percent, like the five percent of the ocean, and the other ninety-five, we don't know anything. It's like the mystery of the Bermuda's Triangle. We don't know what's what's happening there. We don't know if the ocean has an end. Has we don't know, but it's very interesting that uh. I want to talk about the thermoclean because maybe there is life down there. But maybe we will never explore it because of the pressure. We're going to talk about the pressure later, but it's, it will be an interesting trip to to explore beneath the thermoclean. Oh well. Now we're going to talk about our fifth characteristic of seawater, and this is density. Two main factors determine the density of seawater, the salinity and temperature. The more salt the water contains, the higher its density will, it will be, because salt is denser than water. The temperature also affects water density. Cold water is considerably denser than the warm water of the same salinity. Because of its density, colder or, or salter water tends to sink. Because the waters above the thermoclean are warmer than the waters below the thermoclean, the two layers of water do not really mix. That's what I was talking about. In that movie, they say that it's a cloud, it's an species of a species of cloud. It's like um, 
we have up we have the warm water and then the thermal queen that is like a cloud like if it was the bottom of the sea but it's not it's like a cloud and down this cloud there is the cold water that's what i was like trying to explain that the thermal clean is not like something you can not something that you cannot see yes it's like they say that it's like a cloud but we don't know anyways so so the thing the point of this was that the, they don't mix because there's there's something there's something that separates of them and that's why here where I'm talking about that they don't mix the warm and cold water they don't mix because of that maybe it's a cloud we don't know in that movie say there were able to cloud but I have no information about how it is the separation of them anyway warmer waters are usually found at top cold waters near land or in regions where ice is melting colder seawater with low salinity Maybe found floating on warmer but salty water. This difference in density can give rise to circulating currents of rising and sinking water. And now we're finishing with the characteristics of seawater, and we're talking about the last one, and this is pressure. Okay, there's another topic I want to talk about. Seawater and earth both have weight that pushes down on people and objects. The pressure from water is called hydrostatic pressure. In oceanography, hydrostatic pressure is usually measured in the metric unit kilopascal. One kilopascal is about 1 over 100 of the pressure of the atmosphere or the pressure due to being under about 10.2 centimeters of water. In English units, pressure is always measured in pounds per square inch. One pound per square inch is about 6.9. 6 point, I'm sorry, 6.9 kilopascal. Because water is much denser than air, water pressure increase, increases much more rapidly than air pressure though. When you descend 5 meters down a flight of stars, the rising air pressure you experience is about 0.06 kilopascal, which is not even noticeable. But if you were to descend 5 meters into the ocean, the pressure on your body would increase by 50 the hydrostatic pressure of the ocean increases by 101.3 kilopascals for every 10 meters of that. Okay, um, another thing I want to talk about pressure is that, like I said, maybe you're asking why I said that we will never explore about the thermal thing. And it's because I, like, two weeks ago, in all of my life, I have been seeing documentaries about the ocean because it's an interesting topic. I love oceans, I love criminology, but now we're going to talk about oceans. So, the thing I'm, I'm trying to explain is that I said that we could maybe not pass the thermoclean because of the pressure. It's something very possible, I think. Because it's very difficult to to control pressure to get up, to go down there. It's something very difficult. Maybe it's not impossible, but I need there's gonna have 
If someone tries to go through the thermocleaning to prove this theory, it's gonna need some special equipment. Because pressure is very high as a like I was saying, five meters down in the ocean is gonna your body's gonna have a lot of pressure. So you imagine at the length where the, the thermal clinic. So maybe it that that's why we haven't explored uh, the ocean because of the pressure. Pressure could kill someone, pressure could make a submarine to explode. That's what, that's what I wanted to talk about pressure, that maybe it's impossible like, to prove this theory about a thermocleaning bad movie because of the pressure, it's going to be a very difficult journey to prove that, but maybe it's not impossible. But now we're going to talk about eyes of the sea. Because of seawater salinity, the freezing point of seawater is minus 1.8 Celsius a few degrees lower than that of fresh water. In polar regions where the temperature drops far below this point, salt water freezes and forms sea ice. Interestingly, sea ice is usually not salty. When seawater freezes, the salt is left behind. Sea ice may contain trapped crystals of, or, of salt or pockets of brain. Brain is extremely salty water. Sometimes, sea ice is seen floating on the ocean surface. In other areas, sea ice can cover a bay or a small sea for several months, preventing ships from accessing ports. Arctic sea ice, which does not completely melt each year, is typically about 4 meters thick in the winter and 1.8 to 3.0 meters thick in the summer. Icebergs. In frigid regions, glaciers may eventually reach the cold sea and fragment, forming huge chunks of floating glacial ice called icebergs. Some glaciers, instead of breaking up immediately upon reaching the sea, extend into the ocean to form an ice shelf, the outer edge of a glacier that flows on the ocean surface. One such feature in the Antarctic is the Royal Ice Shelf. This covers an area of ocean about the size of France. Wow. Eventually, as the ice shelf continues to grow, the outer edge of an ice shelf begins to cool, called means breakaway, producing huge flat straight sided icebergs. Something very important is the iceberg flow because they are slightly less dense than seawater. So here's the podcast for today. I hope you enjoyed it. I'm sorry if I wasn't talking very fun, but I'm sick. So uh, it's very difficult for me to talk, but I hope I make myself understand. I I hope you enjoy. I hope this is gonna be an interesting topic for you, like it's for me. And see you in another podcast. Bye.